Good. Welcome. Um, this is Matt again with the Thrive Connect podcast. Today I'm here sitting with Gina Hansen, a, another 5 a.m.er. This seems to be a theme. Maybe the whole first few episodes will be everyone from the 5 a.m. Yeah. class. And for good reason, everyone is so like enthusiastic and, and fun. And Gina's another part of that. And I'd like her to give a quick introduction of herself and um, we will get into the why and what brought her here. Uh, but first, go ahead and just tell us a little bit about you and what motivates you. Okay. So my name is Gina. I'm 36 years old. I have three kids who are 11, 9, and 7. Um, I also work full time. So my time itself is extremely valuable to me. And I really feel like I mean, I go to 5 a.m. class, which is sounds completely insane to most people, but it's truly the only time that I can fit it in my day, and it's just the best way to start my day. It kind of sets the tone for the entire day. Um, my attitude is good. When I go home, I get my kids up. Our routine starts the whole entire day and just kind of goes until pretty much 9 o'clock at night when everybody goes to bed. It's nonstop chaos. So you despite the fact that you have this long day ahead of you, still look forward to coming in early yeah. in the morning, seeing the same people, hitting a good workout, and you feel better when you left, right? Yeah, it's my mental sanity. Now, what got you into that swing? Because that's a hard habit to start and a hard routine to get started with. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So I've always kind of been into fitness. Um, I like to do all kinds of fitness. I'm never really did anything one particular thing like just spin or just running and I had kind of fallen off after my third child um, and I was having a hard time trying to figure out how I was going to fit working out into my day with working and managing small kids um, and I had joined Orange Theory because they had a 445 class and I had a friend who was going so she would pick me up which kind of forced me to get up um, and I was also afraid she would sit outside and honk the horn and wake up my entire my entire neighborhood. Um, Did that ever happen? No. no. <laughs> Thankfully, no. Um, so I kind of got into the routine, and when I would go to class, I would see the same people, and you build friendships. And obviously, the older that you get, becoming friends with new people is a little bit more challenging than when you're younger. So it became fun to meet new people. Um, I actually started running with them, and I'm running my first New York City Marathon this year. So so exciting! Yeah, you they got, got me inspired. It? I did. That's awesome. Um, we gotta start training. Yeah, um, but anyway, so I I ended up leaving Orange Theory because after being there for almost two years, I really didn't see a difference. Like I was going more out of the routine and more for the friendships than I was the actual workout. Um, and my friend that comes here for 5 a.m. kept telling me to come to CrossFit. But I always had this... Skepticism? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like my brother and sister-in-law had met in CrossFit. And I would see them doing crazy pull-ups and muscle-ups. And I'm like, yeah, no, I can't do any of the above. Um, but I figured I'd give it a shot. And I fell in love with it and signed up my first day. First day, right? First I remember, day, first class. I remember you and... You coming for like a 6 a.m. one-on-one foundations with Justine, with your yeah. friend. And you were just hooked yeah. right away. What? So so you were in this like state, you were going to Orange Theory a couple of years, 
very routinely, making good friends, good community. What what did what was that moment like when you realized you, you just needed a change? And what what really is finally made you make the switch? Or so I was really nervous this? to make the switch because I had found a group of people who were inspiring and were motivating and challenging me to try new things. And I was afraid that I wouldn't find that elsewhere. Um, and when I came to my first 5 a.m. class, which is, I think, one of the biggest classes that, that you guys end up having. Yeah. yeah. But still is an extremely small class size considering, like, if you go to a, a gym. Compared to Orange Theory, yeah. yeah. We have a different style and it's definitely smaller. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of one-on-one. And I remember everyone was so welcoming, so super friendly. And I just realized that this is another group of people, another community that I can become inspired by and challenge myself in a different way, which I'm always looking to try something new, give anything a shot once. Now, is that something you go, you were looking for initially as like a tribe or a community or is, you know, are you able to, are you the type of person who can do this on your own, like work out by yourself? Absolutely not. I still have never come to open gym because no. <laughs> I, I don't know, I feel like I'll come in and not know what to do with myself. Um, I've, I have a membership to LA Fitness that I have frozen for months upon months mm-hmm. because I don't know. I'll go in and I'll just be like, um, all right, I'm going to go on the treadmill. I can't set myself up to do a routine or to think about, especially when 5 a.m. is the only time of day that I have to go. I don't want to have to think about what I'm picking up, how heavy I'm lifting, am I doing it right? It's just way too much to think about that early in the morning. It's <laughs> too much. And that's why you can rely on us to make sure yes. you're not getting hurt. Right. You're doing something to make you a little better and just show up. Right, right? exactly. That's it. Um, when, how, how long did it take for you to realize that this was something you could stick with or this was something that was working for you? So when I first joined, um, I came to a couple of classes and I was instantly hooked. And then I disappeared for like a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I remember you texted me like, where were you? And I was actually psyching myself out. Like I would look at the workouts the night before. Oh, okay. And the gym itself has its own lingo that I was unfamiliar with. So here I was YouTubing and Googling and being like, I cannot do any of the above. I'm not going tomorrow. I'm gonna break my hip. And just, yeah, crazy stuff <laughs> would go through my brain. And then when my alarm would go off, I'd be like, yeah, no, not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so it probably took me, I finally was like, I can't look anymore. Just got to show up. And you told me, like, just just come, just work out, is what you said. And I was like, all right, let me just look at it as a workout. And when I put that thought process into play and realized everything, all the movements are scalable and all fitness levels can do this, it took me like a good probably month to get into the hang of finally wanting to come and looking forward to coming. Mm-hmm. And what did that what did that feel like when you kind of came in for the first time thinking, let me just work out, have fun, and enjoy this? What was it, that feeling? It was a lot less pressure. Yeah. A little bit more liberating. <laughs> it makes it easier to get up too, right? It does, and, yeah. And get there and it's like, all right, I can just go and no matter what, I'm just working out. Yeah. Right? Like if there's handstand push-ups, I know I can't do those yet. Um, but it's a challenge that, you know, I want to try. I'm curious now, like, okay, what's the scale? What, how are they going to make me scale that? How much longer is it going to take for me to get there? Mm-hmm. So now it's become, instead of looking at, like, an obstacle, I'm looking at it more as a challenge, and I'm pushing myself to see how long it'll take me mm-hmm. to physically get there. That's great. 
And have you achieved anything like that? Like, got your first whatever? Like, you know, I remember you came in, you were doing good push-ups and everything. Was there any firsts for you? Um, I was able to do a handstand put, a handstand push-up, just one. But really? even just kicking up the wall alone, like the first time I did that, I was Without excited. Assistance? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've gotten a double under, but not consecutively. Okay. Because every time I get one, I'm like, ooh, or I end up <laughs> whipping myself. Um, but it's all stuff that comes with consistency. Are you the type of person to like obsess over little things like that? Like got to get your first whatever or did no. you ever think you would care about that no i'm i'm not a competitive person at all i do things if i look at it at a competitive standpoint it's no longer fun for me okay um so i'm more of like i'm gonna go and try and if i get it that's awesome if i don't next time it's not gonna it's not gonna derail me you. yeah all right. um what is important to you in the gym what do you look for and what what do you have you found here um, I, I mean, I definitely, like I said, I look for friendships. Um, I look for, what do I look for? I mean, I know that I definitely appreciate the coaches here. Like, you guys are always, no matter how many people are here, and even the other members always are helping. Like, if, even if it's just, like, when you're doing a squat, pushing your knees out. Little things that you wouldn't even think of that somebody's always kind of watching, to always encourage, to always give a pointer. Um, those kind of things, to me, are important. Because when you're working out, you want to obviously do your best. And when you're doing it alone, it's a little bit easier to give up quicker or to kind of walk away and say, you know what, I'm going to do this another time. Have you learned, because of that, like that coaching and that interaction you get, have you learned to maybe hold yourself accountable better for your, you know, the way you're doing things or, I know you said it's hard to think about that in the morning and you don't really want to, but yeah. I'm sure you start to, yeah. you start to remember things and then you get a little better. Has that something that's changed in you, like holding yourself accountable for your own kind of... My own workout? Own workout or your own, you know, being able to almost self-guide? Um, I definitely notice, like, I kind of hold myself more accountable in my, like, as I'm doing the workouts with my time, I'm paying attention now because I want to do better than the last time or I want to go a little heavier than the last time. Um, you know, knowing that a coach is always there walking around, if I'm giving me a pointer about a burpee or just anything that's going to help me execute it better and quicker. Um, so I definitely noticed that I am more accountable to myself um, and to my workout because of here. And how does that affect the results that you get? If at all. Um, I mean, I feel a sense of accomplishment after pretty much every workout. So it definitely is like a high that you get. I mean, I go home and I eat ice cream with my kids for dessert, so I don't physically <laughs> notice any major changes. Not yet. No, the YOLO. Um, <laughs> but I definitely feel like when I'm here, like I'm able to accomplish it. I don't look at the workout anymore and feel mm -hmm. like it's impossible to do so regardless of like where you're at versus where you see yourself you're still making progress yeah so i don't think i think everyone's always a work in progress right. i don't think anyone ever I mean. so what what is one of your goals like what are you looking to accomplish you know within the next year or so i know it's early in 2020 and every the new year's resolution high is still there 
What's something that you kind of are setting your mind to right now? Well, the marathon is a big thing. Um, and trying to find a balance. So like I mentioned, I like to do all different kinds of fitness. So figuring out here, my schedule, training schedule, and then mom schedule. Um, and physically here, I would love to be able to do a pull-up by the end of the year. But if it doesn't happen, it's not going to... It's not going to... No, there's okay. always next year. Okay. Yeah. How... How close do you think a lot of people get to their goals before giving up? Meaning, for you going to Orange Theory for two years, you kind of pushed yourself and pushed yourself and showed up and, and did the work and then realized you didn't really see the changes you wanted to see. But you didn't give up. You kind of just changed past it. A lot of people would give up. Right. What would you, what would you say to that person? Um, try something different. I mean, you don't know what you're going to like if you don't try it. Um, like, I was going to Orange, and I have friends who still consistently go, and they still complain about it. And I'm like, it's if you're paying a gym membership, you might as well love what you're doing, you know, and right. love the people that you're surrounded by. And if you're not the chances of you wanting to be there and pushing yourself a little harder are gonna be slimmer. Um, so for me, like here, or the people that I see that work out, there are people who are extremely strict with their diets and their workouts, and they're here six, seven days a week. And then, you know, I'm content with coming three, four times a week and being flexible with my life because I wanna enjoy it. And I think everybody's different. It's kinda of hard to say, you know, what, how long it takes for somebody to, mm -hmm. to finally break or reach their goals. Right. It is, it is different for everybody, but I'm sure there's ways to tell, right? Ways to, to tell when something isn't going to help out. Yeah. And was that mental aspect challenging for you? Um, and even, even now with all the things you have going on in your life and the fact that you can only come here at 5 o'clock in the morning and you really want it to be 4.45, but... <laughs> <laughs> the petition that I started. <laughs> but but even with all that, you know, it takes some, some mental fortitude. Have you always had that? No, absolutely not. What, where, how did you get to that point? Um, well, I knew that I needed to do something. I needed to change something within my life, my personal life, and... I was looking for an outlet and working out became my outlet and I found working out was like the hour or hour and a half of my day that I just would focus on not dying whether it was and even still here like doing a hundred burpees like all I think about is just finish the workout mm -hmm. you're not gonna die you're gonna live um, same with like running marathons and halves and stuff like you just are focused and you're just pushing through um, and not within since I the last couple of years have I really found that within myself and it makes me so much of a nicer person to actually like work out <laughs> I'm so much of a better mom because of it you hear that a lot yeah um, that it kind of gives me the inspiration to say okay you're going again tomorrow you need to get snap out of it sweat it out and just push through so has that affected other areas of your life that like you said obviously you feel like you're a better mother yeah what other areas of your life has that helped you you're your ability to commit to something like this? Um, well, just in general, like my my job, like when I go to work every morning, I go in with, I'm already up 
by the time that I get into work for five hours. So I'm going into work fully mentally aware and awake and able to kind of process through the entire day. Um, so I'm a little bit more productive at work, obviously. Um, and it's pretty much all I do is work and adults. What's something that you would say to someone who maybe would have been in your situation prior to you starting to work out or or even now, someone in your situation now, like with your schedule and your type of lifestyle? Um, I would say you have to give it time because it's you're not going to just wake up to go to a, you might wake up to go to a 5 a.m. class and go, let's say, two days in a row, but then the rest of the week you're going to be shot. So it definitely takes time to build the habit of going consistently. Um, I think it took me like a solid month of my friend picking me up before I actually was like, you know what, I got it, I'm good, I'll meet you there, you drive yourself. and I can take myself. Mm -hmm. It's still really hard in the mornings, especially in the winter, um, but automatic start is a fabulous device, so that helps a lot. Um, <laughs> Heated seats and everything. Everything, it's amazing. <laughs> but I just say you have to be patient with yourself. You can't beat yourself up, and if you make it twice during that week or even once, it's once more than you went the time before, so you just keep trying and keep going, and eventually you'll build the pattern and the habit. What, what's next? Like, what's on your horizon? I know you have the marathon. Do you have a training plan for that? Well, I'm training for United right now. Okay. So I'm running that. That's um, in May, right? No, it's in March. Oh, it's in March. And then the Brooklyn half is May. That's May. Right, and then Staten Island is October. Um, so you have that schedule kind of laid right. out. Right, and, and then to hit. whatever they come out with, I'll probably follow, but I try to, I did notice so last year, I was running a lot, and then I kind of stopped running And I, when I joined CrossFit. Mm -hmm. I hadn't run in a while. And I did notice that even though I hadn't run, my mile, like minutes per mile, were so much quicker, like two minutes off my time. And it was, must have been because I was working out the muscles in my legs and <laughs> that I've never used when I was working out. Must have been. Yeah, something, something was different. <laughs> something clicked. Um, and that was during a, a race, or was it... I did, I did actually the 5th Avenue mile last year, okay. and my time was like 8 and change, which was unheard of for me. Like, I'm normally like a 10, 30, 11-minute okay. mile. Mm -hmm. And I was I remember being like completely blown away. Like, how is that possible? I haven't run in months. And the only thing I had done differently was working out here. Right. So it must have been, you know, whatever movements we do here was Carries helping. Over. Yeah, it was helping there as well. So I was kind of impressed with that. I that. Yeah. And... Are you going to still try to train here and train for the marathon? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, even just for like the breaking up of the the monotony of running. Of running and running. Yeah. No, I like I like to switch it up. I like to see like I like the barbell movements here. Yeah. So you know if I look at the schedule in advance and see that there's those, I'll try to play my schedule around that. So you skip the running days. Yeah. Or Probably. I'll just yeah flip flop. Um. I remember when I did my first marathon, it was like, all I did was run, and it was terrible. My time was terrible. The New York City Marathon was like five hours, 30 minutes or something. Yeah. And then the next year, after I started doing CrossFit, it was like 4, 10. Oh, wow. Huge difference. And most of it was because when I, my first time, was, I had zero muscle mass. Right. I was, you know, 140 pounds. 
that's skinny. Man, yeah. A guy five eight, you know, who's running a lot. Now I'm like one seventy five. Right. Slimmer, stronger, more fit, can run a marathon. Yeah. Still. Your endurance. All the endurance that. is better. Yeah. The strength is there. You know, your ability to kind of push through pain a little bit. And, right. And, and the, not die. The good pain and not die. <laughs> I think I'll call this episode How to Not Die. Because yeah. <laughs> that's all that I think yeah, about yeah. when I'm running. <laughs> that's, that's really funny because like I've done some ridiculous things physically, like just for the fun of it, like grow a marathon right. or you know, go for like a 12-hour hike in the woods at night. And, and the whole time you're just thinking, I hope I survive this. You really are. <laughs> right? And it must be the same, even in like a seven-minute workout. Like I'm, I said, you missed this morning. It was like a ten-minute workout, and everyone was just out cold. Yeah, you lay on the floor and in fetal position, fun. just yeah. like trying to get yourself back together. What goes through your mind during situations like that? During the workouts? Yeah, or like when when you're like actually in the moment thinking that, like, oh, if I, you know, I could stop right now, or I could keep going. Right. There was actually one, it must have been last week, it was like five burpees, and then um, I don't remember what movement it was with the bar, but I remember just, I kept saying to myself, okay, I think it was an imam, mm-hmm. and I kept saying, okay, you're on like minute two, okay, you're on minute three, okay, like, and it was, it seemed like it was forever, and then when I got halfway there, I'm like, all right, now we count backwards. And I just had to keep like mentally talking myself through the workout because otherwise I was like about to say, I'm just, I don't want to do this anymore and just give up. So you kind of give yourself little micro goals yeah. during so you can just keep yourself accountable and yeah. keep yourself motivated. And I also knew like working out now with eight other people in the room, it's a small enough class size that if I was to just say, I'm done and walk out. No, no. They will totally notice, and I'll get called out on it. Whereas if I was by myself in LA Fitness, and I just said, you know what, I'm not doing this, and you I put it down, I could exactly, yeah, go sit in the sauna <laughs> for 20 minutes and pretend like I actually worked Did out. Did something right? Right. Yeah. That must be um, a little intimidating, knowing that like you can't give up. No. <laughs> you don't really have a choice. No, you don't. <laughs> they won't let you. Yeah. Um, Sam won't let you. And <laughs> you also will like pace yourself. Like, so while I was pushing through and I'm halfway through, I'm like, oh my God, I want to die right now. I was like, all right, slow down a little bit. No one's timing you. As long as you finish, that's really all that matters. Did you ever feel like there was too much pressure during a workout or like maybe the, the fact that there was a clock is running was like pressure for you to do something you shouldn't or push yourself too hard? No, I've never, I mean, I'm, I think I'm pretty good with not overworking Over, myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I've actually had Vin tell me like, you're only doing that much weight. Go heavier, go heavier, yeah. go heavier. And I'm like, but I can't, nope, you can go you, heavier. You can. Yeah. yeah. It's a mental roadblock that if I don't have that person there to say, do it, I probably wouldn't. Is it because you like wouldn't believe you can or you just don't have the will or desire to try? Um, it's probably, I don't think I can. Like there was one, another workout, I don't remember what it was, that I put 10 pounds on the bar, I think. And I couldn't get it the first time I tried to like muscle it up. Mm-hmm. And then I took the 10 pounds off and I went up by five. And I did it and then I put the 10 pounds back mm-hmm. on and did, and I finally did, did it. it again, right. But it was like a mental thing that I had to do, like I can't just jump mm-hmm. up. I had to go slow and I had to right. take it step by step. And I remember being impressed with myself like, okay, Instead of feeling down, I couldn't do it the first time, mm-hmm. I gave it a couple of minutes and said, let me try it again. Right. And I was able to finally do it at the end. 
Do you have a favorite workout that we've had or that you've done or a favorite moment in the gym for the past six, seven months? So, um, the Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. That was fun. It was. It was. That's always a fun day. Yeah. It was fun. Um, it was a lot to remember, but I, like it just kind of like pushed through. Mm -hmm. Um, but New Year's Eve, we actually did mimosas and French toast <laughs> for 5 a.m. class. That was great. It was that great. Was, that was really great. And that's like what I love about, like I, I come here, I kill myself, and then I'm like, all right, we're eating French toast. Right. Um, but nobody else really does that. And that's kind of what gets people to get hooked. You know, they see people are having fun. It's not just about working out and making yourself miserable. It's, mm -hmm. it's enjoying it and the people that you're doing it with. I think if it wasn't fun, what's the point? Exactly. Right. You can have the best workout plan, program, whatever, you know, best colors on the walls and, and loudest music. But it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference at all. Even if you're getting great results, sometimes yeah. it's just like you can't keep going if it doesn't motivate you or it doesn't inspire you to want to be better. Yeah. And like I said, I am not competitive. So when I ran my first set and half, I had a group of friends who were more competitive and they did, had a certain time they wanted to sub to. And I took my time. I was taking pictures with the mm -hmm. guards at the fort. I was taking pictures under the bridge. Like I really wanted to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And it took me probably another 20 minutes more than it took most of my friends. But they were all miserable afterwards. They hated it. They were sore. They had a hard time recovering. I enjoyed it so much that I looked forward to doing it again. And that's the kind of person that I am. So with my workouts, whether it's here or on my own, like running with other people, I just like mm -hmm. to enjoy it. I don't want to have to make it mm -hmm. a chore. There's this cool story I've heard, and it's about two runners, right? And there's the first place runner and the second place runner. And the first place runner wins by like 30 seconds, right? But he works so hard, so hard, so hard, and he dedicates his whole life to running just to get that one win, that one medal. And he goes home and he lays on the couch for three days and he's sore, and he, but he has this medal. And the other guy, second place, he's a little bit behind, he goes home, he goes out to lunch with his kids, has a cheeseburger, right? Yeah. And then goes out and has fun, and the next day he's back in the gym. Who's really the winner, right? Yeah. It, it comes down to co competition is great. It motivates us to, to kind of push ourselves. It's definitely great when you have someone next to you, especially if they're right next to you, yeah. like, like fitness-wise. Like you can kind of push off each other. Right. That's great. But at the end of the day, if it's not something you really love to do and you can't do it for the rest of your life, then it might be something that you need to reevaluate, check your priorities. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the message I would love to get across is that fitness doesn't have to be this complicated thing. No. And it's something so easy that, you know, why doesn't everyone do it? I think it's just, it's just commitment. And it's intimidating too, to start something new, especially Absolutely. by yourself. It's definitely an intimidating factor um, to walk into somewhere on, you know, not knowing anyone. So mm -hmm. that too is, I think, holds people back. Holds from people back, yeah. Doing what they probably would love. And is that with any type of workout, or do you just see it with just what we do? I mean, definitely here. Like, if I didn't have a friend here, the chances of me having come by myself would have been probably Pretty slimmer. Low, yeah. yeah. Um, I had looked into coming to joining CrossFit for a while because like I said, my brother, mm -hmm. but not many people had that early morning class. So right. that was another, like the convenience of it. But 
I probably wouldn't have walked in the doors if it wasn't for knowing somebody already here. Right. Um, and then everyone was just so friendly that I was able to feel comfortable enough to come on my own without you know, him being here or coming later on different times of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember even when I went to Orange for the first time, I had my friend. Like It was just someone to br- introduce you into something new, kind right. of breaks the like, ice a little bit. It's a partner, accountability partner. Yeah. But, you know, it's someone, so like when you, if they don't go, you could like rag on them a little bit. Right. Like, where were you this morning? Yeah. Where were you here? <laughs> and then if they don't, if you don't go, then they'll probably do the same. Yeah. And you kind of want to be able to do that once in a while. Yeah. It's, it's actually, I've missed the gym a few times and it's actually pretty cool when someone texts and says, hey, where were you? Yeah. Right. I feel like, you know what they, they they want me there for a reason and you know maybe it's gonna be better if I if I go next time yeah right for both both of us so is there is there anything you'd like to, to add or tell you know people who are listening like what's something on your mind or something you'd like to share um I will say that the workouts here are constantly different they're never the same monotonous workouts um since I joined in July which for me my personality I can't do the same thing over and over again I get bored and I'm I quit so the fact that it's always something that's different and if there is a repeat you're kind of working against yourself or competing against yourself to do better than you did the last time because everything is kind of tracked um and I would say don't let the fact that it's CrossFit scare you away from trying it because it's it's so obtainable for everyone of all fitness levels to do every movement here. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Gina. I really appreciate you coming on and you know coming in the middle of the day, middle of your work day, I'm sure, and sharing this story and sharing you know yourself with us. I'm I'm really happy to have you and look forward to seeing where you can you know make it where you can go and definitely going to support you in the marathon i'll probably run it myself oh, this year hoping to get in i did the lottery we'll see so did so did my wife so we'll see how she, if she gets in I'll, I'll do it too that's cool so it'll be her first but thanks again and for everyone listening thank you guys for tuning in checking us out um this is a great platform for us to share stories of everybody um not just members too, we're gonna be able to share some local businesses and stories about um, how a lot of people in Staten Island or in New York have overcome challenges in their, and talk about their success. So look forward to getting out there and really changing, changing the way people look at fitness. I think that's what we're going for. But. And not die. And not die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks again.